0: When he ran to me He took me in his arms, my to his chest, said, my son's come a-home. For this command is a lamp This teaching is a light And correction and instruction are the way to life Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce Of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama, As it brings you the pure Unadulterated word of God This teaching is Anointed Practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. Well, welcome to our Tuesday evening service this evening it's a bit special because i had planned to sing but when priscilla heard she came quickly so that i wouldn't sing but she will sing for me but uh, next week i may sing myself but i'm happy to be here for another tuesday evening and i believe that um, these evenings are special times where we can understand a bit more of what it means to be a christian in these times Um, I'm preaching from our daddy's book how you can become a strong Christian it, it's a book we give to new converts but it is a book that is very strong material for all of us and uh, these days you must be a strong Christian let me read a scripture for you this evening this uh, as we start um, listen to this second Peter chapter 3 um, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing the, verse 11, Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner, what kind of person ought you to be in all holy conversation and godliness? So the, the question uh, Peter was asking us is looking at how the world is. I mean, he was saying that knowing that everything will spoil, everything will be dissolved by a great heat. He was saying that knowing that we will die one day and depart this earth, how should we live our lives and I've been sharing for the past two weeks considering our situation our condition and how we are living ourselves in these days how should we live how, how should we do our things and we began a couple of weeks ago talking about how to be a, a, a deep Christian I mean you've got to be deep don't be a shallow Christian who is easily tossed by every wind of doctrine easily deceived when a man comes, Jack Toronto, and says, "Hello, baby," then you are following him. No, 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 that's—you've got to be deeper than that, you know. So we spent some time looking at how to be a deep Christian, and then last week, how to be a fruitful Christian, because that is actually our purpose. Um, we are supposed to bear fruits, not just hang around on this earth until we die and go to heaven. But we have a purpose. We have a mission while on earth. to to bear fruits and if you remember I said uh, to bear fruits, it is you have to know the Holy Spirit know the word and and also not be lazy Uh, uh, that was what we discovered was a major problem for us how not to be lazy and so this evening wanna continue on that same line how to be a zealous Christian let us pray this evening Father, thank you for another Tuesday evening that we can gather here in your presence. That you, O God, you have made it possible. You have brought us together from north, from the south, from the east, from the west. And you have brought us to exactly this place that you will speak to us. Um, Lord, thank you that you care for us. You care for every area of our lives. And you are working to turn us, to make us into be that vessel you want us to be. Let tonight be a a special night of impartation. Let tonight be a night where you speak to us in accents clear and still, that we understand clearly your expectation of us. And let tonight be the night that somebody will decide to be a hard worker. Let tonight be the night that somebody will shake off that laziness, that phlegmatic nature, that Uh, sluggishness that slothfulness let somebody decide after tonight I will no longer be slow and let us with agency with speed obey the master's voice and command thank you so very very much in Jesus name amen amen well um, how to live our lives what manner of person we should be in these days of, uh, we are we are still in lockdown is gone yes, but we are still in the season of the ban and we are still the virus is still roaming around, so we are still moving around trying to understand our new existence. I was talking to somebody the other time and I told him he was asking me. So when things become normal, they will go back. I said, wait 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 wait, this is normal. This is the new normal, you know. And I was talking to somebody else that um, now people will be working from home. home homes are, are becoming more assistant to workplaces because uh, the whole world has changed. And the question is, how should we then live our lives in this new era? You must be a really committed Christian you must be a strong Christian and tonight I'm talking about being a zealous Christian a zealous Christian is an anti lazy Christian that's the best I mean it sounds funny English but I think it, it, it explains what I'm trying to convey anti lazy that's a zealous Christian somebody who is on fire fire I mean a zealous person is on fire for for the cause. I mean, I I know people who are zealous football supporters. Hey, look, when Manchester is playing or... I, I think Manchester has gone down. I, I'm not sure. I think they've gone down a bit. But Liverpool is up now. Okay, no problem. It's Liverpool. You know, the zealous supporters, they buy Jesse, they wear it, and they... I have never bought a jersey before. I have... I, The only time I bought a Jesse was because of rep your team in church. And then I bought Blackstar's Jesse. I don't like trouble because I have no zeal for for football. But I I, I know football. I know Ronaldo. I know Messi. I know Pili. I know uh, um, Neymar. I know them. I know football. So I am not totally bereft of football knowledge. But I am not zealous. And that is exactly how many of us are You are not totally bereft of Christianity. You know some small Christianity. You have some scriptures. You have some knowledge. You know a few hymns, a few songs. You know what to say. You can pray for at least 10 minutes. You know something, but you don't have the zeal that somebody who is an ardent footballer, football follower is. You don't have that same fire that somebody has who is on fire for football. And he knows all the players he knows their home what car they drive who they are married to how many children they have he's an a zealous ardent follower of football unlike me I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a Ghanaian all Ghanians we know football yes it is our national sports so I'm also inside some I know the black star players i be deeply no sorry did they are you did they are you and his brother Jordan are you yes I know those I know some black star players so, I'm uh, um, also inside, just as you are also inside Christianity, but not zealous. And this evening, we are talking about being a zealous Christian. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 4, Galatians chapter 4, and verse 18. And it says, But it is good to be zealously affected dress say you are zealous for the thing ardently consumed then he says always not only on Sunday is a day for serving God not only Tuesday evening when we are here that we are uh, um, spending time with with Bible things always it means Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday Monday again That is why i'm so glad the way our lives are going these days we have um tuesday tuesday mornings this morning we have flow time with the prophets then thursday uh, uh, mornings we have another prayer meeting with our chairman bishop Interfo, then friday mornings we have another flow time with the prophets. then sunday we have multiple church services right now you can be in your home and just watch multiple church services Across the whole week, only Saturday, only Mondays, uh, maybe a Sabbath, for not for you, for pastors and and others. But otherwise, the whole week is is supposed to be engaged in Christian activity, to be zealously affected always, and in a good thing. Our serving God is in a good is a good thing, and Paul says not only when I am with you. So this evening we're talking about how to be zealous and overcome laziness hallelujah um, we, are, we it's chapter we are preaching from this book and it's chapter 8 in the book how to be a zealous Christian um, let, let's start let's start I, I think I'll just give you a few points this evening just for us to chew on because we are in no hurry I mean we have um, time so let us spend our time well in the lord's presence and not miss anything how to be a zealous christian number one be zealous by not comparing yourself with other christians second corinthians chapter 10 and verse 12 for we dare not make ourselves Of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise Um, so what, what, what the prophet is saying here is that to avoid being a lazy Christian to overcome that laziness and to become zealous uh, there's one key i'll give you it's a surprising key but it's true don't compare yourself with anybody else do you know why because many christians are not zealous if you're going to compare your prayer time with many other christian prayer time you may find yourself passing you may find yourself okay because you are compared with the average christian who uh, 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 doesn't pray. So your two minutes is very, very good compared to somebody's 30 seconds or somebody's zero prayer time most days. And when you can just say Shabaya, it sounds commendable against somebody who when they're asking to pray, he says uh, twinkle, twinkle little star. I mean your Shabaya is better than twinkle, twinkle, little star. So if you compare yourself with others around you, you will think that you are okay. You see, this is the, this is the, the trouble. You will think that you are okay because everyone is like that. It is when you get to heaven that you will be shocked to discover that you are comparing yourself with the wrong people. Um, one of the amazing things that I read recently is that uh, the average pastor prays for 15 minutes or 12 minutes I, I, was, I was shocked to hear that the average pastor prays for 15 minutes or, or 12 minutes 15 minutes I think you know average you see those who didn't do maths I'm, I'm sorry you missed this one here average means you add the total of everything and divide by all the individual and so knowing that there are some who pray for eight hours six hours Four hours every day, knowing that is there are Christians like that, it means that there are many, many more. You see, for the average to be so small, there must be many, many more who are in seconds or zero to bring that eight hours down to an average of fifteen minutes. It is incredible. It means many, many Christians do not pray. It, It it means many of the people around you. Also, don't pray. So, if you don't pray and you look to your left and to your right and all those around you and you compare yourself with them, you will think that your little prayer is okay. And what happens is you will not change and you will remain the way you are. This evening, I came to tell you that you must shake off that laziness, you must arouse yourself. And I said, Pray. This is a time of great prayer this is a time of soul winning make yourself a savior of men I was so happy I was so happy uh, a couple of days ago when I got a text from a young lady she's in Accra she said that she she was listening to my message and I said go out now and and win souls and she said hey is that what I'm saying that she will obey and she did and You know what? She wants some souls. And so there are people out there who obey what they hear and they do it just like that. I don't want you to say that everybody's sitting down quietly, you know, when they say go, when I look, bishop said go, bishop said go, and they're all sitting down. Ah well, we're all sitting down. That is not the people to compare yourself with. You must compare yourself with those. Who are zealous and serious and there are many like that and there are many like that to be a zealous Christian please don't don't look around you where you are I mean look at us maybe God forbid but look at us and 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 be serious I, I mean I don't know what I'm saying but there are people who are serious many around you are not don't pray don't give don't tithe are not serious in church many around you are not doing very very well don't follow them don't copy them look around and find others that you can copy hallelujah to avoid being a lazy Christian a passive Christian a a, a phlegmatic Christian who's just there then you must not look around you at those around you you know let me just give you another reason those around you what have they done How many of them have pioneered churches? How many have started churches? How many have pastored churches? That is the evidence that those around you should not be followed. Because those around you are the ordinary people who are being led themselves. They are being gathered themselves. So I want you to rise up this evening and and decide that I will not be a follower of those around me, but I will be a zealous christian number 2 to be a zealous christian must focus on the soon coming christ jesus is coming soon oh yeah oh yeah jesus is coming soon look at how the whole world i mean this this covid-19 era should be a warning a yellow card or even a red card okay the second yellow card to many people To sit up and say that look, there is a God who is watching over this earth, and he has just intervened in our affairs. First Thessalonians chapter uh, five, verse two for you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. No no thief, I believe, no thief, except maybe Nigeria the thieves wonder you are coming but in Ghana no thief will tell you they are coming for when they say peace and safety then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child and they shall not escape that is how it is there is a sudden you know um, nobody knows when Jesus is coming yes Uh, nobody really knows but uh, unfortunately most of us do not even think about it most of us it is not at all in our calculations let me prove it to you ask tap your neighbor wherever you are and ask him my neighbor do you think about Mongolia you don't even know the name Mongolia it is not it, 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 it has not entered your head at all that is how it is with the coming of jesus christ most of us do not think about it we just leave it i mean he said he'll come one day hasn't come um, hey maybe you never come again maybe it's just a story maybe you don't know what it is most of us do not think about the coming the second coming of christ but listen jesus was true to all the things he said and he said that he will come again and take us. that where he is we may be there also. Bible says when we see him, then we'll become like him. That's when we'll become our true selves. We'll change. We'll be transformed into our true selves. When we see him, we will see him one day. Bible says he will come with a trumpet sound in the cloud and then he will be, appear in the clouds and then the dead in Christ will rise first and we will meet him in the skies. There will be one day when the rapture will truly take place. There will be one day when truly... As you are walking to with somebody person will just disappear and you are left standing God forbid is you may you be the one who disappears and somebody is left standing may, in fact may you and all those with you disappear together because no friend of yours or, or family member should be left behind I, I I think about the coming of Jesus Christ and I, I and uh, I think of two things if I die if I die um, I'm going to my reward, and if I don't die, and he comes in the sky, it will be a glorious day. I mean, I think about it, and I hope you do also. I imagine that Bible says we will rise up into the sky. I was watching one of these films, was this Superman, and he just rose up into the sky. I said, huh, that's how." We will go, we'll just be standing there like that, and then just go zoom up into the sky. it would be nice, far. I mean, just watch the earth looking. By the way, I'm afraid of heights, I don't know how I'll, I'll close my eyes as I'm going, you know. But, um, yeah, that, that, that day will come unless until you think like that, you will never be active, you will not be active as a believer unless you have in your mind, in your awareness. That Jesus is coming one day. He will come again, and he will come soon, sooner than you think. You will never be an. Uh, you will always be sluggish, just casual, just uh, go and win souls. Then you just say, uh, "Soul's uh, 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 waiting, waiting." You you will not be driven because the driving forces. What makes students learn? Look, very few students learn. By themselves. I don't know any student who, uh, first day or second day, he will sit down in school, open a textbook, and start learning. I don't know any student. What makes a student learn is the exam timetable on the wall. Exams are coming in three weeks. Then even the foolish boys sit up and start learning. So for many people, that deadline, that end of time, end of the waiting period is what drives them to work. When there's no such deadline there, then you're just relaxed. And many students, they walk around the campus chewing gum, playing basketball, playing football, swimming. Yeah, we're just hanging around, clubbing, because there's no dates for exams or mid-semesters. There's nothing. They're just hanging around. That is how many of us Christians are living. We are living our lives. There's no deadline. We're just flowing around happily. Wake up in the morning, I pray, oh God, send me shoes. Oh God, send me car, send me new mobile phone. Why? Because there's nothing. Yeah, you're not looking for apple, you're not looking for a new textbook. You're not aware of exams around the corner. It's like the student to walk into a classroom, they say, Oh, exams next week. Then the panic, panic, and fear, and they start shouting, Hey, sir, hey, sir, they start shouting. That that is what will happen to many of us when suddenly Jesus appears. You say, Oh, sir, we need more time. You had time. You have the time now. This is the time God has given you now, because Jesus will come again. And until you keep this thought in your head continually, every time I walk through town and I see um, children, I, I always pray. Um, one of my one of my most frequent prayers is when I see. Poor, very poor people um, very poor children and I keep on thinking to myself that um, the poor, they have suffered enough on this earth recently I was talking to somebody called and he was, was asking for money and, um, and then he was saying that he hadn't had money for a very long time And I was just thinking, someone like that, how does he manage? Don't have a job, don't have anybody to support you. Uh, uh, you you You're struggling. And I keep on thinking that they're poor. Many of them are are in, in great trouble. And then what consoles me is that when heaven comes, they will enjoy. Yes, That's why the poor must hear the good news. That's why the poor should receive the good news happily. If you are poor and you're not born again, brah, you're making a mistake because you are going to suffer on earth and suffer again in hell. No, 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 no. The the poor should receive the good news. And and it is because I think continually that there will be a day of reckoning a day when the master will appear in the clouds and, and take us with him. And if you don't think, Like that you will not ever shake your laziness and the third reason the third reason for um, to be a zealous Christian to stop being so slow in your activity is similar to the second reason be zealous because you must believe that you can die at any time um, you can die at any time. It's, it you see again too. This is a subject that people don't like talking about. Every time I go for a funeral and I and I am officiating or something, I always look at the congregation, and I always sometimes I well not always sometimes I ask them, "We are here to bury Mister So and So," and the question in my mind is, "Who's next?" Who is next? Because somebody here is next. Maybe this evening. Maybe tomorrow. Next week. Next next five weeks. But somebody in this room is the next person to follow Mister So and So into the coffin, into the grave. Who is next? Luke chapter twelve. Luke chapter twelve, and he speak a parable. Jesus speaking, saying, "The ground of a rich man uh, brought forth plentifully, and he set himself." What will I do? I have no room where to bestow my fruits. Ah, I know what I'll do. I will build new barns, greater ones, and I'll put all my fruit there and my goods. Verse 19 And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. You got savings. You are okay. You have money, money in the bank. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Uh, because, well, that's that's the scripture. But God said unto him, "Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided?" I think that one of the key uh, 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 reasons why many people are not zealous and in no hurry to obey. What they hear is their unspoken, unconscious thought that I have time. Is the unspoken thought in their mind? I have time. I mean, every everybody has time. Th- that you know, people are late. Is there one fight I keep on fighting lateness. People, did you know why they are late? Because when they wake up and there's a meeting at eleven and it's ten o'clock. Oh, I have time. When they said you have to rush, uh, go somewhere, and they just say, oh, I have time. Uh, um, It it is a common refrain in many of our minds, I have time. And people have this thing so deeply ingrained that they just put off everything else. There there are few, I have not met anybody, who have said, go and do evangelism. And he said, no, no, I have not met one. They all say, yes, they will do it, but not now. But not now they all say they agree with me so winning is important yes there are many people who need salvation and let's go and do it oh yeah we will go but not now because um, we have time and and few think that our lives can can end so suddenly Um, just last week one of my friends he was he was I mean he called I was talking to him and he they were home his father was at home sitting down with them then a friend came and their father went to see off a friend and the next thing they get a message the father is dead a car just knocked him down and 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 I mean this is a man who is 70 something years old he has escaped Um, many sicknesses he has escaped uh, all the revolutions that have come all the curfews all the accidents he has escaped traveling up and down he has hit 70 he has come to sit down to kind of like relax and slow down in life one afternoon he gets up to go and see off a friend and he never returns that is how life is and until you think like this you will not change. You will not change. I'm always talking to people. I'm a pastor. That's my job. Recently, I was talking to somebody else. And um, he was telling me that he was talking to his children. One son was going to buy something. The other one was going to repair something. And he was telling me, was, he was irritated. And I asked him. Uh, you are, what, what, what do you mean? Said, oh, the children are, are too slow. They should bring the bill quickly and let me pay. And I, and I said, I, I, I've not heard some before. I mean, you are in a hurry to receive a bill to pay. And, and it's like, oh, I know many parents who say, don't, don't bring their bill. Keep it. Or bring it next week. Or bring it next month. Or bring it next year. I know many people like that. Who will see that? Oh, I I don't need a bill. You can keep it. But this man was in a hurry. He was even actually irritated that the bill wasn't coming. Do you know why? Do you want to know why he was irritated that the bill wasn't coming? I will tell you why. He said that he had been diagnosed with a heart disease and he has Tachycardia and other cardias uh, uh, working on his heart. And so he said that, because, ever since he had that diagnosis, his mind has changed. And as I listened to him, I said, "Yes, his mind has changed, because now suddenly he's aware that he may die, and that awareness has made him uh, be in a hurry to do things you are walking around chewing gum with your feet walking by heart because you don't think that you can die you think you are young you have 50 more years 60 more years to do the things and you think that you are able to just roam around but you see you must remember that it it can be this night god forbid but it can be this night that god is gonna make a claim for your soul that's why there's no time. That's why you must run. Paul says, I don't box like a person beating the air, but I box with purpose. I, I'm, I'm focused. Every day I wake up, I have a plan. Every week, ask my pastors. We are always trying to figure out how many souls, how many reached, how many were, were contacted. There is no time at all. We are not... A, look, anybody around me can tell you. We are not... Uh, slow at all we are very zealous we are very committed we are in a hurry because of these two reasons jesus may come and any one of us our lives may end and that is why you must not be a lazy slow christian but you must be a zealous christian zealous really hard-working really committed really desperate to do things for god a person who says that Today, today is the day of salvation. Now is the time. Whatever I hear God say, do. let's do it. Let us go out. Listen, it's not very late. It's not yet nine o'clock. There are people still walking around. I want somebody. I want somebody to go and stand by his gate, by the gate of his house. And as people are passing by, it is call somebody director boss chief manager lawyer nana or any eh, call somebody and talk to you. i want somebody to do it now because maybe this is your chance and tomorrow when you wake up to do it your mother will send you when you go and come back your father will send you when you come back your boss will call you before you are aware three days have passed and you'll not be able to do it for somebody tonight is the night when you are able to break through and become a zealous worker i tell you my prayer this evening for everybody hearing my voice is that lord make us zealous christians that's my prayer that's what i really wish all of us to be to be on fire to be in a hurry to obey god not sitting down casual i mean sometimes when i'm home uh, um, and i just jump up let's do something Let's, let, i have to do something these lockdown days has uh, not been easy i mean we have been home but there are times when you are thinking we that we have to do something thank god for the flow church and we can use our phones to call people and check on them and advise them and counsel them how to be active and how to keep them burning for the lord this evening decide i will be a zealous christian that's all i want of you this evening i'll be zealous i'll not be lazy i'll not be slow laid back phlegmatic casual no 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 slothful sluggish that should not that should not be your story your story should be that i'm going to be a serious serious christian i want us to pray just for 1 minute you know some you see many things they happen by prayer and that is why i'm so glad that we have had very long prayer meeting with the prophet these days and as we pray they are so nice I know many don't stay to the end but those of us who can we are so blessed and often the ending is nicer than the beginning oh, often I mean I don't know how it's possible but it's it's true the ending as we are ending there's some fire there's some feeling there's some atmosphere that is created at the end of the prayer meeting I want us to pray this evening everybody everybody every praying every praying wherever you are pray oh Lord let there be in my a new heart in me shantara and new hearts I need a new heart that will that will be stirred up I need an, an awareness of the many souls around me that are perishing I need to be struck as I look around at all the people around me who who seem to not be born again not be going to church and and not just wandering around on life who will save them all the boys at the traffic lights who will save them when you car stops and people come swarming selling masks these days selling uh, plantain chips selling bread who who will save those people who is going to call them all the little boys playing around walking your area who is going to save them all the women at the market selling trying to make a, a money for today who is going to save them who is going to touch those lives um, when i drive by the highway and i see people in the villages walking up and down i always think who is going to save these people who has god sent the person that god sent i pray he goes if god has sent somebody to a village nearby i pray oh god let that person go because there are many souls to be won And to be saved, there are many, many souls. Who is going to go and save? This evening, pray. Just pray. Oh Lord, let me not be a slow to go person. Let me not be a person who will hear and say tomorrow. Listen, the person who said tomorrow is Pharaoh. When they asked, when uh, Moses asked him when should the plague be removed, he said tomorrow. How can you say tomorrow when we are suffering now? How can you say tomorrow when we need it now? Who is going to go? See by tomorrow, people are dying right now. Tomorrow may be too late for somebody. No, 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 no. Lord, send somebody. Send somebody. And as you pray, Lord, send somebody. Listen, in case you are the one He's going to send. When the Master sends you, wherever it is, to your neighbor or to a far country, wherever the Master sends you, rise up and go. Shabaya, Rebbe Dada whatever the master says for you to do do it whatever the master speaks to you in your heart or through the voice of your pastor in whatever manner he chooses to speak to you as I speak to you now maybe God is talking to you maybe God has chosen to use this vessel just to speak to you at this time I don't know I don't know but I believe so or maybe he has already spoken to you and I'm here just to confirm that one but whatever it is If the master speaks to you be zealous rise up and go now it's amazing how Europeans can take a plane and travel from Paris to Budapest to watch football take a car from London to Moscow to watch football take a car from Paris to Spain to watch football no they are zealous over their football and they just go there watch the match stay in a hotel for one or two nights and then go back the next day or buy a charter fight in and out paying thousands of dollars and pounds Over football, and Lord, we we are not so zealous. We we don't die for our master as they die for their clubs. We we are not so stirred up for the Lord's work as they are stirred up for their clubs. And sometimes too, as they're going, they they may lose. Their club may lose, and they will come back depressed and dejected. Whereas our master, he's the winner. He's the Lord of lords pray this evening oh lord change my heart let my heart not be a heart that is slow let my heart not be the heart that will ignore the master's voice whatever the master says let me be the one who jump up and run a man had two sons he told one go and work in my vineyard and he said sir I go but he went not but he went not I'm sure he said i will go later I'm sure he said yes daddy I will go let me just finish one or two things then I'll go but he went not the other said go to my field no I won't go I can't do dirty work I can't do it but Bible says he repented and he went he repented and he went the one who said yes I go he didn't go then he asked, who pleased the father the one who didn't go at first but he repented and he went. I want us to be those who maybe we haven't gone, but tonight we are repenting to go and become active, working, vibrant, exuberant Christians working for the Lord. That's my prayer this evening. Father, I pray, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. Let a fire, let a fire be started in their hearts. In the name of Jesus the fire that came on the disciples heads on the day of Pentecost let that fire travel down into people's hearts start a fire oh God in heart let somebody begin to become stirred up and agitated I want to serve God let somebody become so uh, moved by what he sees that I see people suffering I want to help them I want to do something let somebody no longer sit down casually as if he doesn't care let no one begin to plan that i will go next year when i finish school i'll go let me marry first and then let me have my first baby then i'll go let me get a job and have some money have some security then i will go let no such deception fall upon us but lord i pray stare hearts tonight Stay hearts tonight shout out baker sire let somebody be stirred up tonight. that i want i want to save souls I want to go and do the master's bidding I cannot stay any longer I really want to go let this be the desire of somebody's heart tonight in the name of Jesus and I pray Lord that as you touch hearts open doors of of opportunities let them be 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 given opportunities to speak to people I, I believe there's somebody tonight is your day to save to reach out and try and save somebody there's somebody who Tonight needs salvation, and Lord, as we pray, let the doors open for opportunities. Let us see how we can help others, and try, try, try our very, 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 very best to save souls. And tonight, maybe, as I'm speaking, you are so You're not born again. No, no, no. Maybe God brought you here. Maybe you're just flipping through, uh, scrolling through the Facebook, scrolling, 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 and then you came and then you stopped at this message, and somehow you've listened until now or you just came it doesn't really matter at all it's all an opportune time that God has taken to speak to somebody and to speak to him about his salvation you know there are some things there only you and God know for sure there are many things I mean people can say stories but say things only you and God know for sure because it is inside you and God knows what is inside you but as I speak you know you're not born again you're not sure where you will go if you should die uh, whether you go to heaven or you go to hell you may say that oh there's no hell there's no hell there's no hell but deep in your heart you fear because you you know there is something there you may say that oh we are all going to heaven we are all going to heaven then why are you afraid to die then why are you so disturbed by the discussion of death because you know deep in your heart you are not sure you're not sure what will happen to you if you should depart this earth and that is why god sent me this evening at this particular time, with this word, at this second, as you listen, that if you are not sure, you are not born again. Pray with me as I pray this prayer, and um, all you have to do is pray their prayer after me. I'll lead in their prayer and believe it that Jesus will hear and answer. Dear Jesus. I believe you are the son of God who came from heaven to die on the cross for my sins. Lord Jesus, you shed your blood that my blood should not be shed and you died that I should not die but have everlasting life. Tonight, forgive me of all my sins. Forgive me for all the wrong and bad I have done. Change my heart. Give me a new heart. One that will love you and serve you all my days. Tonight, oh God, prepare a place for me in heaven by your side and write my name in the book of life. I ask you, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life and take control. I will no longer follow you, Satan, in the life I used to live. Tonight, I am born again. And Jesus is my Lord. My master, my savior, and my best friend. Thank you, Father, for anyone who prayed this prayer this evening, anywhere he be. Thank you, that Lord, you have organized him to this point at this time for this specific purpose. Thank you for anyone who you have drawn him, chosen this day to draw him into salvation this great gift of salvation that we have my prayer lord this evening is that person will stand and not fall he will never be taken back into the world he will not backslide he will not be sold up again by sin but he will walk strong as a believer unto salvation thank you for the great great gift of salvation that we have received i pray lord holy spirit keep this one mark him with a seal as yours send help send Christians Send brothers send help to him and keep him on the road to eternity in Jesus name amen listen if you pray this prayer you'll see a number appearing on the screen call me right now send a whatsapp send a a text send any message or leave a message on the Facebook page just send a message by messenger that you give your life to Jesus this evening and you want to be a Christian we'll talk to you that is my greatest joy to talk to you to help you to become a zealous fruitful deep Christian a strong Christian one who is going to be very happy and very proud that you give a life to Jesus and you have saved him and as as we are we are we're gonna save him for all our days and we're gonna be really happy the day you hear heaven trumpet Papa, papa, pa. ah, that day while others are praying, rocks fall upon us. You lift your hand and say, God, carry me. That will be the difference in our hearts. We'll see that day pa, to be a nice day, I tell you. Uh, me and you, I'll see who writes faster, me or you. Whether I'll go higher than you or you go higher than me. But um, we'll all meet up in the sky one day. What a blessing I'm glad you came this evening I'm glad you passed through I'm glad you caught this segment of the service I'm glad that God uh, guided you right here at this time and the decision you have taken is a good decision don't go back don't back down follow it to the very very end in the name of Jesus and tonight before we leave here let's take an offering I mean I showed you on Sunday that we are building we are we have asked for building our aim is 2000 buildings you know every time i i see people who uh, once okay let me tell you once i was passing somewhere and i saw um, a woman a very nice woman and two children and as she was walking i saw that she entered an uncompleted building and then i understood that's where she lives an uncompleted building there's no window there's no door there's a cloth hanging over a doorway and i saw many many uh curtains uh not open curtains on the floor that's their carpet maybe and that is what is there and they are living there many people don't have homes and they are managing in all kinds of conditions and i think about the mosquitoes how they are raiding the place you may have mosquito net I, i believe so but still and i wonder where they get water where they get no light, and it it is not an easy. It's the same thing for a Christian body that has no church. You have no meeting place. You are always adjusting. You are coming to church carrying your drums, carrying your speakers. There's a watchman who has come. He has locked the door. He has gone away with the key. You are always inconvenienced because you don't have a church building, and you want to have a prayer meeting, and you have to go to a park and you are praying on the park. If it rains, there's mud or there's no meeting a church without a building is handicapped that is why god has laid on our prophet hearts two thousand buildings and i'm a part of that vision and every offering you spend you send it, it goes on to that we spend it on buildings every offering is in a building and i want you to rise up this evening take your mobile phone and send an offering i mean i hear that we are going towards a cashless society i don't know but it doesn't matter Thank God that we are advanced to be able to use our mobile phones to make payments. Send an offering. And if you haven't paid your tithes yet, um, I, 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 I feel, I have a feeling, some of you here, your, um, your tithes from April is still outstanding. Look, don't, don't live like this. Don't live in arrears. Don't let God also be in arrears towards you. Let your, your offering come. That there will be a building somewhere with your name on it on the foundation, it will be hidden in the ground because only you and God will know whose money this building is. The apostles, their names are on their foundations, and the foundations they are in the ground, so nobody can see only you know and only God knows is enough is enough. Only you and God will know that this church is my money this one my the money I've given over the years. It is equal to a church building, maybe in a country somewhere, and all those worshiping in that building, they, they owe me. They owe me something. May God let somebody owe you, because you were faithful to give an offering. Just take out the offering right now and send it. Send it happily. Don't don't squeeze your face. Send it happily. Don't be under compulsion. No no no. Don't. If you don't want to give, don't give. But I advise you to give. Don't be under compulsion at all. Let's do this thing and let's do it right let's pray father thank you so much for everyone who is about to give an offering right now thank you for every single person who is uh, giving of their little some of their very little some of in their own need lord i respect that offering so very much i i salute them for hearing the voice even in the middle of their need lord in like manner bless them In like manner protect them into the future in like manner Oh God let them be helped in their moment of need and crisis let them never see a trouble they can't overcome let them never come into a situation where they are lost and they are forsaken but Lord always send help as they give tonight to help build a church for others send them help in their moment of need and thank you thank you thank you so very much for the great grace that uh, is upon us, keep us all. Keep us all in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Well, I mean, tonight has been a a, a good night. I, I've I've enjoyed speaking to you. I really feel that God is guiding us on the way to becoming uh, zealous Christians. I feel that this is the beginning of a, a maturing. Some of us have been in church for many many years. You never matured. You are the Hebrews five twelve people who, when you should be a teacher, you are still drinking. But thank God that these days are upon us, and God has made it possible for us to reach out into many many homes with a word like this. Receive it and let it transform your life. And I believe that it's gonna be a, we're gonna have a very good time. Um, looking forward to seeing you uh, Thursday morning, Friday morning, and then Sunday. And um, you to be a soul winner stare people talk to them keep 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 doing the work of God that's all keep doing the work of God you'll be amazed at how blessed you will be thank you so very much for coming father I pray for every home where this word where goes let there be deliverance from death untimely death let there be uh, salvation from hunger and need let there be protection from danger. And, and 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 mishaps keep every single one oh god in the name of Jesus let us have a testimony that we were alive in the days of the COVID nineteen and we are still alive to talk about it. We are still here to tell our grandchildren how it was in the days when there was something called lockdown and the ban on gathering and we we're all trapped in our homes. Thank you so very very much oh God that our testimony is victory. Victory over the adversary, victory over our circumstances, victory over every need and the testimony that it is God who made it possible. Thank you so very, very much in Jesus' name. Amen. So God bless you. See you next time we meet and keep doing the best you can to be a zealous Christian. God bless you and take care. When he ran to me he took me We believe the word of God has come through to you Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Brandtema, Behind the Confidence Eating Place This every Sunday at 9.30am And 6pm every Tuesday Stay blessed